This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm just fine. In case people don't know, you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show here on Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 on WILK. Was that inflection sort of like Johnny Lucas? Johnny, how do you say, how do you say W-I-L-K? W. Double, he says W-I-L-K. W-I-L-K. Okay. That's anyway, man. here we go, Johnny. So Johnny was with us here. Johnny, he was with us for Thanksgiving last week. Yes. Yes. He he. Um, I think he said the food was delicious. Was it, Don, John? And my ma- he's giving me the two thumbs up. And I made my mashed potatoes, which I have never in my life made mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. We just not were real, not, I mean, my mother and father in my house, we grew up with them, but I'm not a big fan. I've gotten to like them a little more as I've gotten older, and I was in charge, and it was my son Tommy's, you know, recipe, which I told you was Yukon gold or yellow potatoes, Mm -hmm. butter, cream cheese, butter, 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 more butter, and salt and pepper. It was so good. They were good, I must say. Well, we we did something like that too. I had my um, my stepson and stepdaughter in law, I guess it is, and that would be Tyler and Jesse. And Jess, um, I gave her the job of making the potatoes. So we had a recipe, very similar to what you're talking about. A recipe about. like from the Baldwin sisters on on uh, Little House on the Prairie. No, I don't think so. This was remember um, that the moonshine I they used to make. I oh. never watched that they show. They called it the recipe, and it was moonshine like. Oh, well, and these no. old ladies used to make it on Little House on the Prairie. Love it. No, this was not, not Little recipe. House on the Prairie. Uh, the Waltons. Oh, okay. anyway, go ahead. So it had half a brick of cream cheese. Yeah, see? Um, <laughs> half and half. Yeah, I, that's true. I had a little um, heavy cream in mine. Yeah, well, I same yeah, thing. Same thing is right. And then just Almost. as you said, a thousand pounds of butter. Uh huh. It's the only and thing that tastes good. Oh, God, God. it was fabulous. Uh huh. Really, really good. That was one leftover I didn't mind eating no, again and well, again. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any because we left them at my sister's. But, oh, man, they were good. Yeah. So everything was very good. Yeah. And Cad and RN was not able to come with us for mm-hmm. the um, <clears throat> Thanksgiving festivities. So she was at Allied. But she got very good news yesterday. What's she that? She can put full weight as much as she can tolerate, but she can do full weight on her left leg. Mm-hmm. So today she called me and said, Laurie, I just walked. I walked with my walker. I, she said, I, I didn't put a hundred, you know, uh, all my weight on the left side, but I did as much as I could and I walked. And she's so proud of herself. Well, that's great. Because it was a nasty break. Yeah. So um, she's been doing, you know, she's been at, at Allied and 
performing miracles daily as what they were because that's what's going on. She was so happy today when she called. Mm -hmm. So again, I'd like to thank everybody at Allied Services because as I say, um, to anyone who will listen, we are very, very fortunate to have that facility in our own backyard. Sure so are. It's a good thing. Yep. And so she didn't come, but everybody else was there and we had a nice little um, holiday. That's good. We had uh, wonderful food. I, I really have to say everything I made Everything came out perfectly and you had a, well. And you made a bread, chicken bread, a turkey breast? I made two of them. Oh, two. Yeah, okay. two turkey breasts from Wegmans. Me too. Yeah, were they the br them. honey brined ones? Um, I don't know if they were or not. I were think, they in a, I think like they a vacuum were. packed kind yes, of? Yes, yes. Yeah, they were because I got the same one. So I got two of those and I um, sent them to one of the local stores and they got a package of something I'd never seen before, which was mixed herbs. Usually you buy one of them at a time, like a clump of sage. A clump oh, yeah, of yeah. And you put, they were probably twined all together. This was great. Yeah. And so I untwined them. Okay. And I took certain pieces out because I think sometimes basil leaves can get, uh, not basil, um, bay leaves can get overwhelming. So I, I just picked them apart and put them underneath the turkey breast uh -huh. skin and the butter. And then I did what my mom used to do is I put a stick of butter in, in, the, in the cavity. The pan. No, 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 oh, in, in the, the pan, pan, in the really? bottom of the pan. And the drippings from... Oh, because you're making the gravy. Yeah, see, the I didn't gravy. make gravy with it was, mine. It was absolutely wonderful. Uh -huh. That's a good idea. Oh, it was great. Well, I bought one of those. It was a little three-pounder. I mean, mm -hmm. it was little, but just to... Because I like to always have some turkey in my own house so that we don't have to bring from my sister. So I just keep it there for the kids. So, of course, Tommy wasn't there, but Sean. So I made... Um, they, uh, that day, Thanksgiving morning, I put on a, a roasting. I put tomato, um, tomato, uh, yahoo, lemon and orange. I cut them in quarters. Now the lemons are from my lemon tree that grows outside, but in the winter comes inside. And right now I have... 12 lemons on my tree and it is the coolest thing just to go over and pick a lemon <laughs> from the tree. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's that fabulous. I bought it. I bought it years ago at um, Bud Schultz. Yeah. And we've been grooming it and it grew one lemon one year and one lemon and then it didn't grow any and this year there were flowers and buds everywhere and so there's 12 full ripe yellow and there are five or six green ones that are growing to turn into additional lemons. Wow. So I went right over to my tree and I picked the lemon, but I cut the lemon in quarters and the orange and put them on the bottom along with rosemary. And then I placed the breast on top. There's a wire, like a wire rack mm -hmm. and then the breast. And then I put the butter underneath the skin and then I drizzled it with olive oil and salt and pepper and stuck it in. And it, I didn't have any of it because I cut it for Sean to take home with him and, to, and, and didn't really for three pounds, didn't have a lot. Yeah. But there was enough and he said it was delicious. So it was te I could tell it was tender when I was cutting it. Mm, but yeah, um, I love the citrus the kind of stuff there. It was but so yeah. good. Yeah, so, so we all did. of our um, thanks. So the Thanksgiving weekend was good. It was. It was really yeah. good. Mm -hmm. I know. Me too. We had a we had a good time, and having my boy home is super califragilistic, expialidocious. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah, and. Um, so I have to say that I was at Russell's last night for mm -hmm. dinner with mm -hmm. about 11 other people from Broadway Theater League. 
Um, the gals who were on the committee for the gala for Broadway Theater League treated Mary Jean Dixon, who was the um, ticket direct manager at Broadway, and I to a um, and me to a um, dinner um, at Russell's for you know everything that went on with the gala. It was they did it last year. We did it again, and we had so much fun. The food was okay. great. Salmon on a salad, Very I had delicious, good. and. Um, it just, we laughed and we laughed and the lineups were over George Sr. and Jr. Well, Patty and George and their children and their grandchildren were there for birthdays. I think Sheila it and her dad birthdays a few days apart so they were all there and they, they were leaving they were saying we they were they had a bunch of kids they said you were louder than our kids we were kidding back and forth you know i said your kids were wonderful they weren't even loud so we we just had it was so funny because everybody was laughing and at one time paulette M- marshall just she's hysterical and we she was talking about being the fourth miss invader and she said i think the three before me are dead so that means and tony bartocci said so that means you're the oldest miss invader <laughs> <laughs> and she got up and she stood in her pose like this, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was fun. We had a, a great, a great night, and Russell's was again wonderful. Good. Yep. And so I have to tell you too, I spoke at Keystone College this year, this week. I got a call. I got a call from Brenda Lighty to see she teaches a business in business uh it's their four-year business uh degree program and brenda teaches fundraising in as one of her uh classes and she asked if I would come up and talk to the kids about fundraising, event planning and all that kind of stuff because so many people who go into business now into that hospitality field look to do special events and so Anyway, I went up on Tuesday morning and spoke to a, um, a class, not not a big class. I, I don't know, maybe there were 20, 15, 16, 17 kids. It was very nice, and we had a, a lot of fun. And that was kind of neat to do because that's the first time I've ever done that at a college level. So it was, was cool. So mm-hmm. we had a good time. So the kids are doing a great job, and Brenda is a sweetheart. Do you know Brenda? Mm-mm. Okay, well, you, she's a doll. So, and she said, you came highly recommended by Miss... Um, Brenda Bistoki. So I said, okay. Well, I knew it had to be somewhere yeah, in there. How about it? Yes. So we had fun. That's good. So that was my week so far this week. Very nice. And yours? Uh, mine's been all right. It's been crazy. How come? Eh. Just busy family yep. stuff? Okay. Yeah. Busy how is everything business. going work-wise? Well, um, that's what I'm saying. It's business related. It's just been uh, the easy part was selling the business. Now the the hard part is all of the things you have to, uh, you know, it's like a divorce. It feels like everything that you have, I mean, it, it, the agreement is signed, but now you've got to separate things so that there are, as I said, 15 clients coming with me. So it's how do we do all that and the common systems that we shared, you know, the record management systems and the phone systems and copiers and and Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff that was that we have to separate legally because I'm not supposed to have any opportunity to access any of the accounts. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, I ha- we have to undo all of yeah. that, and then I have to replace it with things. So that's where the difficulty has come from. And at the same time, I'm also trying to uh, generate the sponsors that I want for the podcast. And that's been 
uh, harrowing, to say the least, um, and been doing a lot of driving and showing up at places and, you know, just there was just a lot going on. So, and it still will go on through the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So I'll be making trips to New Jersey, trips to Philadelphia, all over the place. So there's just a lot to get done now that, you know, I have that behind me. Now, for the future, I have to put all this stuff together myself. Mm. And there are a lot of choices. There are a lot of things I could do that would make a big difference in a lot of ways. But it requires me giving up some autonomy. And that's not something I like to do. Yeah, not when you're an entrepreneur now. Not when you've been in, at your own business. I know. It's a long time, baby. It is. So um, that's been my week. It's been uh, difficult. Let's put it that way. But anyway, um, I have a quiz for you. Do we have enough time? Yeah, I think so. We... And if not, we can come back and finish okay. it. All, All right. right. Yep. All right. This is from Kiplinger Magazine. And it's 12 questions. <laughs> and here's the first. <laughs> What's it about? It's called first. the Personal Finance Quiz. Oh, okay. All right. If you don't owe taxes, you won't be penalized for filing your federal income tax return after April 15th. True or false? If you don't owe... Don't owe taxes. Yeah, I would say true. That's correct. Ta-da! Yay. Okay, let's go. You're only penalized if you file afterwards and don't pay. If you owe. Yes. If you owe money. Mm -hmm. All right, second one. Okay, are contributions to a traditional 401k plan deducted from your salary before or after taxes? Before. Correct. Ta-da! Two for two. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Investing in a load fund. Okay. Load means it has commissions. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. Investing in a load fund is more expensive, but performance is better then no load funds over the long term. True or false? Um, true. False. I don't know. I mean, okay. Really, I have no clue, but we're going to take a quick break and finish it up. And we'll come that back with stab. more. We'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm for baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse Podcast, and it's all about things that women ought to know about money. Yay. And we're okay. continuing a quiz that we started that I'm now have two out of three. Yes. Ugh, ain't bad. Ain't Get bad. Get it? Because two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Question Johnny number knows. four. Meatloaf, the loaf. How high must your FICO credit score be for you to qualify for the best interest rates? Ugh. There's a choice here. Multiple okay. choice. Okay. 600, 650, 700, 750 or 800 the best interest rate for you to get the best i don't know it's seven i'm gonna it's either seven it's the highest i'm sure or 750 i would 700 750 somewhere okay around pick seven 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 hundred all right and that is um 750 right. hey, 750 what is it credit score in the, yeah in the mid seven seven hundreds okay. usually will allow you to qualify all right so that's that one all right so next question 
All right. <clears throat> what is the highest rate you can have as a credit it's score? It's over 800. Is it? All right. Yeah. Believe it or not, Patrick A. DiNapoli has one of those. Yeah. Because Mine's Lynn getting up S. there, baby. Evans is yeah, one. mine is up there. So right. just so you know, go ahead. Okay. You can invest in only one 529 college savings plan per child. Yes or no? At that I would have absolutely no idea. So I'm going to guess and say yes, false. Correct. There is no law limiting the number of 520 plan, 529 plans you can invest in to save for a college education. All right. Next question. Overseas stocks are hot. You change your allocation from 10% to 80% of your portfolio. A, smart move. B, what was I thinking? How much percentage? You went from 10 to 80. Uh, false. What was I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. What oh, the yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah, that is definitely, Yo, definitely correct. Oof. Okay, next question. This will be number seven. You and your spouse bought a house. If you had one. For $100,000 in 2000 and sold it for 500000 <sighs> this year. It was your primary residence. Uh -huh. How much will you owe in capital gains taxes? A hundred thousand, sixty thousand, or none. Well, how old are the people? Doesn't that matter? Isn't that that exclude that? Ex don't you get that? Like, um, if you that capital gains forgiveness because of the selling your primary residence after. So I'm going to say none. Uh, you're right. Okay. You're right, and that is a good point. That it doesn't, it says as long as you've owned the house and lived there for at least two of the past five years. Wow. No age discrimination oh my, It used here. to be 55, didn't yeah, it, or something? Yeah, it was in the 60s, I think. Wow. But they just okay. eliminated that. So well, as long as you've lived there for at least two of the past five years. Okay, there then we go. married couples can exclude up to 500000 in home sale profits from taxes. What if you're not married and you sell your primary residence? I, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's discrimination if it isn't it is. the same. It is. So let's hope it's the it same. It is, but I think the answer is it is the same. Okay. I think so. A health savings account oh. is A, the same as a flexible spending account, B, an insurance plan, C, a way to save for health costs if you have a high deductible insurance plan, or B or D, a plan under Medicare. I would say A. And that is wrong. What is it? What is it's it? It's C. Now, a way to save for health okay. costs if you have a high deductible insurance plan. Okay. A lot of employers do that for people. All right. See, but I thought sense. it was something. I thought it was what I thought it was. So I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, if an investor age 25 deposits $100 a month in a mutual fund with an annualized return of 10% a year... He'll have about $640,000 at age 65, or she, I might add. If he or she waits until age 40 to start saving, how much will he or she have to deposit each month to have the same amount at 65? Your choices are $150 a month versus the 25-year-old who put in 100
or $225 a month, $475 a month, or $800 a month? I don't know. It's 15 years at 100 bucks that he's losing, which mm-hmm. would give him 1,200. 12 times 15 is whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Do you 3, know what the top? 3, okay, so 3,000, right? Mm-hmm. Less that what than what he invested. Right. So um, I don't know. The maybe D. Or uh, C, I mean. C, $475. Yes. And yeah. that's ab- actually correct. Okay, yay. So that's the difference. $475 versus 100 between 25 and 40 And that okay. will get you the same amount of money. However, I'm going to also say that that amount of money at 65 is not going to have the same, the same buying mm-hmm. value. So it sounds like a lot. But it really isn't that much. Okay. But I'm not going to dis- discourage people. No, because that's a good saving. Thing. That's yeah. nice to have. Okay. Question ten. Mm-hmm. When do you need to start taking required minimum distributions from Roth IRAs? When you retire at age sixty-five, at age seventy, by April first of the year after the year you turn seventy and a half, or never. From a Roth IRA. Correct. E, I have no clue because I don't really know what a Roth is, so I'll, I'm going to guess D. <laughs> that's by April 1st of the year after you turn 70 I mean, No, I mean never. 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 Is e. that not D? That's oh, e. e. Okay. Okay, okay. that's the one. And you okay. are correct. Yoo-hoo! Yeah, because Roth IRAs, you pay, you put money into them with after-tax money. Oh, so after, you don't, so it doesn't, you don't have any of the restrictions right. then. I get it. Yes. Okay. I was all prepared that I was going to know the answer because I thought you were going to say regular IRA. I'm like, damn. Okay, question 11. Which of these expenses can you write off on your federal tax return if you don't itemize? So if you take the standard deduction, then you can't get some of these. A would be charitable contributions, medical expenses, mortgage payments, or moving expenses. Yeah, but wait a minute. Well, first of all, the only the the other none of them the move moving expense except the moving expense is the only one that doesn't make any sense. So that's why I would automatically <laughs> think that's what it is. Well, you're really. Right. I mean, think about right. it. Why would the the other ones you know you can do? I would never think I could write off moving expense. Well, it's for new jobs. All right. So if oh, a new okay, job right, right, is right. more than fifty miles farther away from your old house than your old job was. Then you can deduct the cost of getting yourself, your family, and your positions. Oh, see, and I wouldn't even. I guess because I, would, I never did that. That I never thought yes, of that. Exactly. Okay. Well, then, good. There's. That's so it. that's what your son can you do when he moves yes. back to this neck right. of the woods. Not here, but right. somewhere around here. Okay. Okay. Question twelve of twelve. All income from mutual funds is subject to state income tax. True or false? Uh, true. I have no idea. You meant to say false. No, I didn't because I, I really wasn't paying it. I don't okay. know. I so don't the know answer that. is false. Some income Why? Because some income paid by mutual funds gets a tax income, state tax income break. It's, oh, it's some just or Some all? of them. Some okay. of them. So then wouldn't those, that depend on the one you had then if you're taxed? Well, yes, it would. But the thing is that you will have 
less state income tax if you invest in those that have government securities in them because they're federal securities. Oh, okay. And so you get a kind of a discount for that. I get it. So not bad. You did uh, 10 and out of 12. And what's 12? No, I had less. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, I had at least three or four wrong. All right, fine. Then That's you all right. I'm, not, I'm all right about Still it. And passed. I don't like to lose either, but you know, they were tougher because I don't know all those well, things. Well, that's the point. That's what Kiplinger is trying to tell people. And I have three and more. And I like it because you learn. I mean, that's a good way to learn about these three things. More and then you're able to expound on what that means. But I have to say, Kiplinger, I think I'm coming, I think I came up with some of my own good questions as you to the did. lack thereof information. Yes, because some of the Maybe questions. Maybe I should write a letter to them. You should. Mm -hmm. Some of the questions weren't proper. Properly phrased. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's good. And what, and so there's no, you have two more quizzes? Not today. I have, no, but I, there are three in the series. So oh, next right. week we can Should do I another study one. study it all? No, you can't. pop quizzes? And don't you dare go to the website I and look at the I answers. I would never do that. Oh. I only did that once in Bruce Harbour's class. <laughs> <laughs> this is more information. No, I like to. I like to know, to ch test my. I know you do. That's why I thought you'd be happy with that. That's it. Yes. That would be a fun one. So I have to tell you that so far, Mr. Sean Cadden Foley. Yes. Um, he has applied to all of his law schools, and he's he's in the midst of waiting, and he has been accepted to Duke, and to Georgetown so far. Wonderful. And where does he want to go? He. We don't, he has a couple in mind, so we'll see what happens. But okay. that's where he is. Okay. Those were his two that he just got, one last week and one this week. Well, yeah, I think you said something last did week I about Duke. Did I say Duke? I wasn't yeah. sure if I did, so yeah, I'm sorry if I repeated myself. No, that's myself. good. But just yeah, recap. That's, are you sure I said it on this or on to you? I wasn't sure here. I did that. Okay. Here, here, here. So there we go. That's He's good. proud of himself, and so am I. Yeah. It's a good thing. He's a good boy. And what's the status on Tommy moving? There is no status. He'll kill me if I even ask him again. <laughs> because he told he in fairness he said give me a good six months to figure oh, out. Okay. And so he's only there a little over a month. So All I have right. to wait a little. I'll talk to him more when he comes home for Christmas. Okay. He's already been emailing me. Sean's already been planning our, you know, what Tommy has to make for Christmas because Tommy is the best baker and chef i mean he's just there's nothing that kid cannot do he in knocks the kitchen. it out of the park he really does it's great so he's like mom can tommy do this can tommy yeah tommy you're in charge of this okay okay and then he said um it, then he just they text me and tell me they have their christmas things that they're ordering because that's what i do i just say order what you want and then i'll pay you for it and that's my gifts it's just easier sure is. and they get what they want yeah Exactly. So, are you finished with your Christmas shopping? No, then? no, no. <laughs> I just actually I did some serious damage, though. I have did to say, you? onto that list. Okay, uh, I have a, on some the weekend. this year too, and I never had this many so far. But that's well, good. I did um, Friday uh, online most uh -huh. of those deals, and I also did some good stuff on Cyber Monday. Oh, good. So I got some really good things done. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, the thing is, it just gets very boring, though, when, when for my nieces and nephews, all I do is just give them gift certificates, or they so want what, money. Though, that's okay. Can I know, it, but it's boring it is to open boring. a gift. It is when like, you think, what? but you know what, the good thing is, is that it, it is about, um, they know what they want. It's better, I would rather somebody give me something like that, that I could go and buy myself, than something that I think, oh, it's nice, yeah, you don't really yeah. want it. Yep. It's just something else. And then you feel bad. Did you ever re-gift? I think once or twice in my life I did. Yes. 
And it wasn't because I didn't like what I got. It's you just, just that thought someone else would like it more. Exactly. <laughs> I, I did because I knew they had said something or not about that, but about something like that in the past. They said, oh, I love whatever candles, things like that. Yeah. So, yes, I have regifted it. But did you know that Johnny regifted the scarf you gave him last <gasps> year for Christmas? No. Johnny, did you? Regift the scarf? No, because he didn't even give him a scarf. <laughs> He's in there going, no, no, he didn't, no. He's so cute. All right, well, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Catton, the owner of Laurie Catton Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically catering to the needs of baby boomer women. And I am also a host of a podcast called Power of the Purse Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Google Play. <laughs> okay, well, Lynn, but we uh, everyone's thrilled they get they get to have three segments with us this week. What do you think? Yay! No guest experts. We have five Saturdays once again. I think we've had three or four or five Saturday months this year. So, um, well, we're only we supposed to have two. What? We're only supposed to have two. I know, but we had more than two. Look back. I'm going to do All the right. research. All right. Okay. I'll tell you next time. Anyway, All right. um, so we um, have everybody scheduled for the rest of the month. So here we go. Um, what else are we doing? You're going to take another quiz. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. You love these. Make I do only fabulous. if I know the answers. Well, you know, I can coach you on certain things. Yeah, right, I don't so know about the, that, but go ahead. The one we just did was one from Kiplinger's that was about um, just general personal finance information. This one is very specific, which tests your knowledge of everyday actions that affect your credit score. So oh, okay. I think you asked the question earlier about um, what is the highest score you can get. And uh -huh. in looking at this one, the answer is 850. Jeez. So anywhere north of 800 is fabulous. So anyhow, let's just jump right in and see. Okay, we'll see. How good is Miss Laurie? All right. So the first question is, whenever it shows up here. <laughs> well, this is perfect for you. Well, on a shopping spree... You open credit card accounts at several of your favorite stores to snap up discounts of 10 or 15%. You're saving a bundle, but you may be chipping away at your credit score. True or false? True. Unfortunately, you're right. False. For one no, thing, yeah, true, right? yes, for multiple inquiries from lenders, for your credit reports in a short period can trim your score, especially mm -hmm. if you don't have many credit accounts or you have a short credit history. And FICO says that people with six or more credit inquiries on their reports in a short period are eight times more likely to declare bankruptcy. Wow. Okay, who knew? 
All right, question number two. You are about to get married, and your fiancé's score is 200 points lower than yours. Once you wed, your scores will be combined, and your mate's low score will pull yours down. True or false? Well, I don't know that it's automatically combined, so that could be a trick question. I don't know about Mm -hmm. that. If you keep separate credit, then why would it be combined? However, if you do combine the two, then the answer would be yes. Okay, so you're right that the answer really is false because your spouse's score alone won't affect yours and vice versa. But if you take on a loan or open credit cards together, or if you put your name on any of your spouse's accounts, you're both responsible for the debt. As Mm -hmm. long as you make payments for uh, any joint accounts on time and don't load up with too much debt, your your credit score should stay high. Uh huh. Okay, here's the next one. When you close the credit card account that you've had the longest, it will lower the average age of your credit accounts and drag down your score. True or false? Well, I don't, well, the, the, most people tell you to not close credit because mm-hmm. it affects your score. So I'm assuming it's true. Well, it's false, actually. Why is it false? Well, I'll tell you the answer. It's true that the age of your accounts is included in your score and that the existence of older accounts has a positive effect. But even after you close an account, it continues to be included in the age calculation. Your score could drop. However, if closing the account boosts your credit utilization ratio. And if you open a new credit card, the average age of your accounts could drop. All right. Well, then okay. that makes sense. But again, these are sort of ambiguous in many ways. So well, they are. They're... There's kind of loopholes in all of the answers, but go ahead. Okay. Number four. Whoops. You racked up a hefty bill in overdue book fines at the local library and forgot to pay it off. That could put a dent in both your bank account and your credit score. True or false? Well, I don't know why your local library would be on your credit, so I would say false. <laughs> Actually, it's true. How? How do um, they have your social security number? It says library fines, parking and speeding tickets, and other obligations to the government left unpaid won't go directly to your credit report. But if they are eventually reported to a collection agency, they could damage your score. And that goes for anything that could go to collections, such as unpaid rent, medical bills. The good news the latest version of the FICO score ignores a collection account if it has a zero balance. So paying up could help your score. The bad news, many lenders are still using old scoring models that make no such distinction. Uh So again, it's a trick question. Okay, the next one. You're shopping for a mortgage and several lenders make inquiries for your credit report within a month of each other. That puts your score at risk. True or false? True. Um, they say false. Well, if you're that applying, would be contrary to what you just did. I know. If you're applying for credit cards, inquiries it doesn't, from several it's lenders not the same. can yeah. ding your score. But if because you have 30 days to shop for mortgages, student loans, and auto loans with no effect, but you have, 
30 days to shop for mortgages, student loans, student loans and auto loans with no effect on your FICO score. Okay, well, maybe because you're not applying for, it's not actual, yeah, but you are. It's still credit. Okay, so there's a, there's yeah, a loophole where it gives you 30 days. Okay, so who ever knew that you get 30 days to do that? I didn't. That's good. I didn't either. That's good to know because I would assume that it would automatically affect your score. Yeah. So it's, because of the constant inquiry. So, right. okay, good. When you check your own credit score, the inquiry could shave a few points from it. True or false? Well, again, you get your, your, you're supposed to, I think, be able to get one credit card or two a year or once every six months or something without it. So, again, that's a trick question. So, I would say it doesn't if you fall into that category. So, it would be true. But if it isn't, it's false. I don't know because these are tricky. Oh, well, it is, and this is even trickier because there is such a thing that I never knew about called a soft inquiry. So a request to check your own score is classified as a soft inquiry, and it has no bearing on your score. Okay, good. good. Credit checks that come from businesses sending you promotional offers and from lenders with whom you already have accounts are also soft inquiries. I didn't know that, so that's good to know. Okay. Okay. Number seven, you charge thousands of dollars worth of appliances to a store credit card that doesn't require payments for six months. As long as you make the payments in six months, your credit score will not be affected, true or false. Well, you know, this is kind of funny that you're asking this because I pay my credit cards off every month that I use, Mm -hmm. except for one that I had six months to pay. So instead of waiting the six months to pay it, I just pay, I just divided it by six and paid the payments because I'm not being charged any interest. And Mm -hmm. I thought, what the heck, if I don't have to pay it all up the front, it's six months, I'm not doing it. So I just made my fifth payment the other day. And I thought to myself, I wonder if they think I'm carrying a balance and it's affecting my credit. And when I got my recent credit card that tells on my discover that gives me my credit it went down it went down a few ticks and i'm thinking why would it do that i pay things every month i pay on time and then i started to think i wonder if it's because i had been carrying a balance not a big balance but nonetheless a balance on one of my cards only because i got the promotion so i'm based on that i would say i guess it does but it shouldn't because it's a promotion so i don't know the answer well, it, again, it's as you just said, it depends on what the situation was. But this, the answer to this question, according to whoever wrote it, is false. Your score so may effect. tick lower. Your score may tick lower, especially if the balance is near the credit's limit. Um, that's because your credit utilization ratio is calculated uh-huh. for balances on individual cards right, as well right. as overall. And uh-huh. the longer the debt sits the heavier the impact on your score. Right. But and in, in addition, case, it, go ahead. In addition, score, store cards tend to charge steep rates that may be retroactive to the day accounts are opened. So if you don't pay the balance before the interest-free period is over, you'll rack up big charges. But mm-hmm. you are doing that. So I don't think, you know, you're paying it yeah, off within the six right. months. Right. If I'm paying it off, it's going down every month. So mine shouldn't be. But then uh, then where is that other where's the the downtick happening then that's not that it was by much but nonetheless okay 
All right. So question eight, you've been laid off from your job. The ensuing drop in your income could hurt your score. True or false? Well, could hurt it, I guess, if you don't have the money to pay what you're supposed to if you lost your job. But if you just lost your job, how would they know that affected your credit? So, uh, again, trick question. It it could be true or false. It's false. What is it? And it says your your income has no effect on your FICO score, nor does your employment status. Your score would be damaged if you start to make late payments because money is tight. So that's what I said. All right. Okay. So we know that. So the answer technically is false. Okay. And true. Number nine out of ten. <laughs> the limit on your home equity line of credit has been reduced, causing the amount of debt you have compared with the limit to shoot up. That's bad news for your credit score. True or false? Well, I would say true because that, why are they changing? Why are they changing your your um, amount, which would mean, which to me, although it could, yeah, I, I would say true. Well, this one is false. Oh, and the God. reason you know, they're doing this, because I this isn't no, even making sense. I, I, I thought Jesus. the same. I thought the same. Um, but then I realized that home equity lines of credit, which is what we're talking about here specifically, are considered revolving debt. You can continuously borrow money and pay it off up to the specified limit. But the FICO score categories, score categories, home equity lines of credit separately from credit cards, which are also considered revolving debt. Now, that's something I didn't know. So even if well, a unless reduced, you have a degree in FICO scoring, no one's going to know these answers. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, because there you're are loopholes everywhere. Right. And if you don't know what the, what this is, how do you know what you? If, if you don't know that's the answer, how are you going to know? Well, you got one left. Ten oh, out of ten. Oh, in an effort to geez. declutter your finances, you close three zero balance credit card accounts. Lightening your wallet feels good now, but the potential hit to your score could weigh you down later. True or false? True, true. You're right. Oh, Jesus. They got one right. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. And on that oh, note, my God. I think we'll wrap it up for the day. All right. So well, we'll right ahead. Take us out, as they yeah, say. There you go, as they say. Okay, well, please, all of you who just listened to that, know that I really do know things. <laughs> this is horrible. You know what I said? This goes right back to what I said many times before on the show. Get rid of this damn FICO score and all this stuff. It's just nothing but causing problems. Anyway, we thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. We will be back next week. And um, see you soon. So please be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.